Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. Welcome to Heritage Bible Radio. This week, we continue our study of one-page books of the Bible. For the next two weeks, we will be studying the book of Philemon. Philemon was a dear brother of the Apostle Paul, who owned a slave named Onesimus. Onesimus ran from his owner and eventually found Paul in Rome, who was imprisoned. Paul led Onesimus to Christ, who then began serving Christ by serving Paul. Please follow along with Pastor Harris as he explains how Paul deals with the conundrum of easing potential tensions between owner and runaway slave in today's slice of this week's message entitled, How to Treat Spiritual Family. Paul, verse 1, a prisoner of Christ Jesus and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our beloved brother and fellow worker. He calls himself a prisoner of Christ. Remember, we saw that same thing in in Ephesians. I belong to Christ. I'm a prisoner. It doesn't matter who arrested me. It doesn't matter where they put me. I belong to Christ. So I'm a prisoner of Christ in the sovereignty of God. That's where I am. And it's, I said, this is a lesson in tact. How tactful to put that right at the beginning of the letter. So when Philemon gets down to the end of the letter, it's as if Paul can be saying, well, you know, in comparison with the sacrifice that I'm making, the favor that I'm asking you is pretty simple. So, you know, there's humanity involved in, uh, in this. And we know that Timothy was with him. He says, and Timothy, our brother. He was with, Timothy was with Paul during the uh, part of the third missionary journey. They had known each other for a long time. And Timothy became one of Paul's right-hand guys. Uh, Timothy became one of Paul's understudies. Paul left Timothy in Ephesus, <coughs> which is a big place of influence to deal with some, some false teachers there. And the relationship and the ministry partnership between Paul and Timothy continued all the way to the end of Paul's life. So Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus and Timothy, our father, to Philemon, our beloved brother and fellow worker, verse 2, and to Apphia, our sister, and to Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in your house. Church in your house? What does that mean? Well, the church met in his house. It might have been the meeting place of the entire church of Colossae, though I, uh, though I doubt that. But uh, where the believers gathered, there were not a lot of church buildings. It could be a, we would call it a network of house churches. They were always under the elders, uh, the mature ones in the region, wherever, uh, wherever it was. But there was some manifestation of the church that met in his house. And you have these two other people mentioned. Apphia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier. You might be surprised how elegant the theories have become about who Apphia and Archippus were. If we needed to know deal, uh, details about Apphia and Archippus, um, it would be in the Bible. No, we don't know that uh, for sure, but people have made up all kinds of fanciful things. I think, just look at the book, Consider the history. Consider what is said here. The, 
the most obvious explanation is the best. Apphia was probably Philemon's wife. Or you might have been one of those who was recognized among the church, like Phoebe, who is the woman mentioned in Romans chapter 6, and the word deacon is used for her. That's where some people get the idea of deaconess. She was obviously somebody the, the people knew, and certainly that Philemon knew. I think she was probably his wife. Archippus was probably his son. Why do I say that? Well, we knew that slaves were regarded as family members part of the family. So this is a family issue that he is dealing with. And it would make sense that the whole family be addressed and brought into the circle of considering this, even though ultimately whatever decisions were going to be made would be up to uh, Philemon. So uh, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Paul was guided to include them in the ones addressed in this book or this letter about the problem of a fugitive slave. Now we get the privilege to eavesdrop on this inspired communication between Paul and this precious Christian family. By the way, if um, you or somebody you know is expecting a new baby, this little book is just chock full of possibilities of names you might consider. We have not one single apphia at Heritage Bible Church. We have not one single archippus or Philemon, or Epaphras, or Aristarchus, or Demas. Uh, Demas apostatized. You might, want to, might not want to hang that name on your precious little one. But this is a family communication. And what does he say to them? Verse 3, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the most familiar New Testament greeting. Just like at the end of Colossians, where Paul said, grace be with you. What more could you possibly want for your brothers and sisters, your spiritual family, than that they walk in the grace of God and they enjoy His peace? So those aren't just words you blow past. That's how to pray for your spiritual family. Now look what he says for them or prays for them, Philippians, or Philemon rather, 4 through 7. I thank my God always making mention of you in my prayers, because I hear of your love and of the faith which you have toward the Lord Jesus and toward all the saints. And I pray that the fellowship of your faith may become effective through the knowledge of every good thing which is in you for Christ's sake. For I have come to have much joy and comfort in your love, because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, brother. Well, that's all seven verses that I said we're going to study today. So let's circle back and look over these opening seven verses to find clues that match our title for today, How to Treat Spiritual Family. Paul is a great example to follow to think in how to think about other Christians, how to talk about another Christian behind his or her back. In verse 1, he called them beloved. That's the first clue. Recognize that all Christians are the objects and recipients personally of Christ's love just as you are. It's hard to look down on someone. It's hard to treat someone shabbily when you realize your best friend, our God and Father, your best friend considers that person 
beloved. We're family. Blood is thicker than water. The fellowship of the Spirit is thicker than that. Um, In this context, it obviously goes beyond only the love of God for Philemon and recognizes that he had sown love for others in his ministry. So he had come to be beloved by Paul and by his co-workers. And he calls Philemon and these other guys also, but especially Philemon and Archippus, fellow worker. Um, Here's Paul, uh, an apostle, uh, arguably the, the most influential of the apostles. He has all of this apostolic authority. He's, he's writing the Word of God. And he calls Philemon my fellow worker. He, he didn't see himself above anybody else. He saw us all as spiritual family. Now here's the point. The ministry of Christ The ministry is meant to be shared by every member of the church of Jesus Christ, by every believer in Jesus Christ. Applying this to us, this is our church. It will go just as far in serving God, pleasing God, glorifying God, as we are collectively willing to accept responsibility to serve God faithfully. If a person has no desire to serve others in the local church and to serve God by sharing the gospel and ministering to the saints, that person does not know how to practice Christianity. Now understand, you become a Christian, you get saved, you are adopted into the family of God individually. No one can do it for you. And you can't become a Christian by hanging out in a church. The old old adage, being in a church doesn't make you a Christian any more than being in a garage makes you a car. But if you're a car, you belong in the garage or on the road. And if you're a Christian, you belong in the church. You belong to the church. You're part of the church. You're one of the bricks in the church. You are, you, you are a member of the body. You are, you, you are part of the group. And you can't practice the group activity known as Christianity as a solo individual. Now, I look at you and I'm thinking, why are you getting all excited saying that? These guys are here. Okay? There's people that need to hear that. There's people that need to understand that. The commitment of Heritage Bible Church from our first day is that we will all serve together. Just like Ephesians 4.16 that we studied a few months ago. Like it says, according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body. How many parts need to be working? Each individual one. There are no exceptions. Everyone plays a role. Everyone prays. Everyone encourages. Everyone sings. Everyone attends. Everyone says, what needs to be done that I can do? Now, there's some things that you may not be great at doing. I have noticed that um, most of you don't seem very interested in being preachers. If I told you you have to take my place next Sunday, a lot of you would make Jonah look spiritual how fast you would be off for Fiji or something like that. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.